Welcome to our Friday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 137. This psalm has an historical event at its heart, the exile of God's people in Babylon. Hence in verse 1, by the waters of Babylon. Scholars are divided as to whether it was written during the exile or immediately after. Either way, this psalm is a lament with a huge depth of sadness. The sorrows in this psalm are almost unutterable. The depth of sadness, the weeping, was not just about the fact that God's people were in exile, but the condition of Zion, Jerusalem, both the temple and the city. For as we read in 2 Chronicles chapter 36 verse 19 concerning the Babylonians, they burned the house of God and broke down the wall of Jerusalem and burned all its palaces with fire and destroyed all its precious vessels. And remembering what the city and the temple used to be and how it is now destroyed, reduced God's people to tears. So in verse 1, by the waters of Babylon, there we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion. They could have strengthened themselves and comforted themselves by singing the songs of Zion, looking back to the glories of old, such as Psalm 46 and 48. Indeed, they were asked to. Notice in verse 3, they were asked to sing one of the songs of Zion. But they could not. Zion destroyed reduced them not just to tears, but to silence. So in verse 4, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? In fact, remembering the past and what had happened reduced them to inactivity. So in verse 2, on the willows there we hung up our lyres. No singing for us. Memories of traumatic events in our past can be very painful and can paralyse us in so many ways, just as it did God's people of old. But if the memories are painful and sore, forgetting is even worse for us, as it would have been for God's people of old. And so we have verses 5 and 6. If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. Let my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth, if I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above my highest joy. If the memories of Zion before them bring despair, it also keeps their hopes alive for the future. Because as God has made clear through the prophets, his sovereign hand is at work in the past sadness, and yet will be in the future to revive and having hope for the future and what will be again gives strength in the present. And as the psalm comes to its conclusion, we move from people's memories to the fact that God remembers. And so in verse seven, remember, O Lord. Ultimately, they can only go to God and leave it all in his hands, the hurt, the sadness, the justice of it all. I won't pretend to be comfortable with the content of their prayer, but as we have acknowledged often on this journey through the Psalms, 
The Psalms of cursing and vengeance are in inspired scripture. They are honest feelings that come from the rawness of life. And those who express the feelings are not concerned about taking law into their own hands, but want God to take action. The grievances are given over to God to deal with in these Psalms, as is commanded in Romans 12:19, Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it to the wrath of God. The reference to the Edomites in verse 7 refers to the callousness and hostility of the Edomites towards God's people when Jerusalem fell. The rivalry, of course, goes all the way back to the rivalry between Jacob and Esau, from whom both nations are descended. As I finish, traumatic events do happen, have happened in our lives, and the memories of them scar us and can paralyse us. But let us not lose sight of God's sovereignty in the situation. There is our strength going forward. And we can go to God with all our hurt and sadness. Join me on Monday for Psalm 138.